Now is really the time to be coming into our truest knowing. Each time you shake off that old script and find the resource to step into your courage and inner wisdom, you're causing a ripple in that fabric that connects us all. So your soul care, the way that you tend to your energy and yourself is vitally important. And it's never been more so. We're all alone. Welcome to Alone Traveler's Guide to the Divine, a podcast for dreamers, seekers, healers, and anyone on their healing journey. My name is Amanda Lux, and I'm the creator of the Elevation Hive School and Community for Energy Medicine and Dream Work. Over the course of the last six episodes, we just completed a series on how to cultivate energetic alignment through the five elements by speaking to some of the different characteristics of each element touching on some of the various ways they show up in our chakra system and in our bodies and our lives. We've explored some of the attributes, gifts, and challenges the elements animate for us. In this next series of episodes, I'm going to be talking about soul care, taking these concepts even deeper, and offering some more action-based tools and Today I'm going to be discussing how soul tending through making relationships to your energy can actually enhance your life, your health, and all your relationships. And I'll be sharing how energy medicine is not only a modality that we can use to help others, it's also a way of life, form of personal practice that I call soul care. I'm going to be sharing a guided visualization that you can use to make relationship to your own energy system, attune your energy, and orient yourself to a specific issue in your life, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, relational, whatever, so that you can begin to tend to yourself in this way. So I'm going to begin by just reading a little excerpt from my book, the Soul Care Workbook, that I've pulled from actually a few different sections that talk about what energy medicine is, what soul care is in this context, and really why it's the most fundamentally valuable thing we can practice in order to heal, grow, evolve, and show up in the world as our best possible self. Soul care is a multi-dimensional version of self-care. It's about tending to your physical, emotional, and mental bodies, as well as your rituals, desires, dreams, essence, and energy. It's about devotion to the self and the inner sanctity of your sacred beingness. It's about tending your relationship to the mother, this planet that holds, nourishes, and provides for you. Most of all, soul care is about hunkering down, digging in, gently, compassionately, turning towards and within, so that you may develop a practice of listening and tuning into your energy, and therefore your whole being. Beyond caring for our minds and bodies, this is about tending to your subtle body holistically. Your subtle body makes up 99% of you 
that comes from the mystery. It's the vast aspect of you that is creating your experience. It's underneath the thoughts and vibrations that give rise to your pains and pleasures, your illnesses, and your accomplishments. Soul care in this context is based in energy medicine. Energy medicine treats disease at the vibrational level from where the dysfunction arises. It is holistic and preventative, ancient and cutting edge. There are many different modalities within the broader context of energy medicine, but the principles that I teach and that I talk about are mainly based in polarity therapy, which is heavily influenced by Ayurveda. Polarity works with the electromagnetic patterns expressed in the mental, emotional, and physical planes to determine where energy flows and where it is not flowing optimally. Life energy could also be defined as the animating force, the cosmic spark or breath of life, also known as prana in Sanskrit. It is our spiritual essence. Energy precedes matter. It gives rise to our physical structure as well as our emotional, mental, and subtle layers of being. Life energy has its own intelligence that both affects and is affected by the digestion and assimilation of all our experiences, beliefs, and perceptions. Most simplistically, you could say that when energy is blocked, illness or disease arises. When our energy flows freely, we experience health and vitality. This is true, but of course it is simultaneously true that health from a holistic perspective is a dynamic, complex journey that is not so black and white. When we endeavor to work with our symptoms or circumstances at the energetic level, we recognize that life itself is the medicine. This isn't always the thing that brings us the solution or the cure. Rather, the medicine is in the process of observing, acknowledging, learning from, and acclimating to our ever-changing energetic matrix. There is power in bringing our patterns to consciousness. Working with your elements provides a construct through which you can view the world, your idiosyncrasies, strengths, and struggles. It provides a language and a means to communicate with your energy system. By learning how to observe yourself, you can rewire the broken connections, heal your past, create a new path, and find empowerment in each present moment. By cultivating these tools, you will make shifts on the subtlest levels that ripple out infinitely, both backwards and forwards in time. Taking responsibility for your energy brings healing to not only your present moment self, but your ancestors and future generations on a quantum level as well. Creating a devotional practice means honoring yourself in the highest way possible with radical self-acceptance, deep self-love, endlessly curious exploration, rapt attention and fascination, fierce determination, surrender to an acceptance of your divinity. The world is your mirror, every challenge a holy teacher, every day a new opportunity to remember that you are worthy. Learning to work with your own energy is really about learning how to listen to yourself to the below the surface conversation that's running through every aspect of your life 
that's informing everything that manifests on the physical plane. Our energy is the matrix that all our experiences arise from. And what that means is that there's really no such thing as an accident. There's no way that our energy isn't influencing what happens in our life, the circumstances that we find ourselves in, the ways that we view our relationships, the thought patterns that help us make our decisions. They can either be keeping us stuck or limiting us, or they can be propelling us into new and greater versions of ourselves. Our life experiences are all just reflecting what's happening in our energy. And if we want to change those bad habits or get rid of those unhealthy thought patterns or transform our career or experience deeper, more resonant relationships, we can do this most effectively by listening to our energy. I wanted to share a bit of my book to give context for what soul care means to me as we begin this new series so we can explore the the idea of how energy medicine can be utilized as a practice and how we can apply this to our lives in practical ways to feel better. I will be sharing a guided visualization that is an energy attunement in a bit so that you can experience how that really feels. But before we go there, I wanted to just share something about my own experience of learning how to listen to energy in case there is a part of you that is not so sure about it. And I think it's a really natural thing to question what we can't see or touch with our physical senses. Even if you have felt energy before and you have a sense of what that feels like, which you definitely have, everyone has felt energy, but you might still question your understanding of it or your ability to trust it. And that is also really normal. Tuning into your energy and listening to your soul's needs on a deeper level like this just takes practice, which is exactly why I see it as a practice. And if we ignore it for even a little bit, sometimes it gets out of shape. We have to work it out in order to keep it in shape because sometimes it gets dull if we're not using it. And to just honor the skeptic or even the subtle voice in you that isn't so sure if you can trust it, I thought I would share that there was a time when I didn't know if I could feel it either. In fact, there was a time when I wasn't even sure that massage worked and That's about as hands-on as it gets. When I first went to massage school, I was super skeptical about whether or not massage could actually do anything. I couldn't really understand why touching somebody's skin and moving your hand around on the outside of their body was going to do anything to their muscles. (laughs) And I had to learn how to like engage my imagination in order to picture the muscles below the surface because there's all these layers of tissue and fat and, and fluids between the skin that I was touching and the muscles underneath that. So I didn't really understand at first how that could be effective. And it took me a little while. I had to experience it for myself and I had to give a lot of massages in order to really begin to picture and feel what the tissue felt like when it was healthy and what it felt like when it was all bound up. And how to identify that sensation of release for both 
what I could feel and for what my client was feeling. And over time, it became second nature. It was so obvious to me that it was incredibly supportive for the whole body, that I could see people having emotional shifts, mental shifts, as well as getting rid of long-standing pain patterns that they didn't have any other way of treating. I literally had people who would go to the doctor, they would be diagnosed with pain, idiopathic pain. (laughs) They don't know why, there's just pain there. And they'd be given, you know, told to take ibuprofen or stronger pain medication. They didn't have any solutions and they didn't really try to look at what was causing that pain. They just said, oh, you have pain, treat it with this painkiller. And I can't tell you how many times and how many clients I experienced, you know, finding ways to relieve that pain either through direct body work through massage techniques, but also through the energy work, through meeting them with what was going on in their life and making those conscious connections between how they were feeling stuck or what wasn't working for them internally, emotionally, or maybe it was just something old that was trapped there. Through addressing these issues that were otherwise sometimes incurable or long-standing and chronic, they were able to find relief and resolution and create new patterns and new ways of being. And it's really, really, really incredible to watch that happen. And I've been practicing for over 20 years and I've seen thousands of of people go through these processes. So it's not like it just was a one-time thing. But this also gave me an opportunity to really look at our medical system. I've worked with a lot of doctors who've referred patients to me. And one thing I learned about this Western medical system is that it's really quite broken. (laughs) Like it really, really is. It seems that a lot of times Western medicine is really focused on or emphasize the cessation of symptoms. They don't really look at the whole healing journey of the individual. If someone is sick, they give them a pill. If that's if they have something broken, they want to fix it. If there's a disease, they want to fight it. Death is considered the enemy. Illness is an outsider to be conquered. And in my opinion, that's a really colonialist way to, to view things, actually. And so polarity was really appealing to me because it comes from the amalgamation of all of these different spiritual insights and energetic healing traditions that incorporates ideas from the far east from ancient hermetic philosophies and indigenous medicines and it synthesizes all of these healing principles that have been around since before time or words were recorded it's in even in the astrology of the stars and the origin stories that are told around campfires and it completely aligns with everything that modern science, especially quantum physics, is just now being able to prove. But coming back to this idea of how available are we to be able to listen to what's being spoken underneath our symptoms. And as a practitioner, I think about what is the client really saying underneath what they even know consciously? What's showing up in the colors they're wearing and in the inflection of their voice? How can I be present and hold space for them? How can I honor my own intuitive knowing? One thing that I tell my students when I'm teaching polarity therapy is that this this medicine is ancient. 
It's everywhere. It's already within you. And no matter how new any of these ideas or concepts or techniques may be to you in your logical left brain, you can invite your intuition to come into the conversation, your creative knowingness. And that resides within all of us. You who are listening to this, you don't have to be some kind of wizard to tune into energy medicine. It's available to everyone. We are all made of energy. So this work is really just about remembering. It's about coming home to our own alignment and then showing up and helping others around us to find their alignment as well. When we are in our alignment, then we're able to listen and we're able to reset those imbalances. So energy medicine isn't necessarily about treating an imbalance though. It's about listening and it's about returning to that alignment where the system can then reorient to wellness. It's a little bit different than treating an imbalance directly. It's like, how can we resonate with what is well, what is already flowing and enhance that in the body and in our life and our energy. And then it's about honoring that whatever imbalance is showing up in our body or in our life, that that is a healing opportunity. And as a practitioner, I'm not concerned with how or when or if their presenting issue even gets treated specifically. What I'm interested in is orienting myself to what's the message underneath it? What's the lesson? What's the symbolism, the aha, or the physical, mental, emotional alignment that is needed so that maximum energetic flow can be restored? And all we need to be thinking about is how can energy be flowing? (laughs) We don't have to focus so much on our symptoms. But if we get curious about what's underneath them, that's when true healing begins to happen. I think that our dominant culture, especially in the Western world and and the way that we live, really it does cause a lot of divisiveness and a lot of sickness. But in polarity, there's this idea that everything's on a continuum. And the more we awaken and the more that we evolve, the more ignorance and chaos will be showing up as well. That's just how it works. So now is really the time to be coming into our truest knowing. There's never been a better time. For those of us who are listening to our own energy and tending the subtle fields that make up the fabric of our existence, whatever we can do then for ourselves, we're also doing for the collective. Each time you shake off that old script and find the resource to step into your courage and inner wisdom, you're causing a ripple in that fabric that connects us all. Your soul care, the way that you tend to your energy and yourself is vitally important and it's never been more so. So I just wanna say that you can do this, that you were made for this, that maybe you're already practicing some sort of energy work or maybe you have no idea even what that really means, even though I just talked a lot about it. But you do have this inside of you, we all do. And it's really just about tapping into that fundamental truth of our being. And being willing 
to go out into the mystery, to like hold space for new possibilities, to, to not have to fully understand is actually a really good place to start. It opens up that vast creative mind. And our imagination is really the vehicle we want to be utilizing because that's, that's how we tap in. That's how we perceive energy is through our imagination. So I'm going to be transitioning into this little exercise and it is a, a bit of a guided visualization. So depending on where you are right now in this moment, it might be good for you to like not drive a car if you're going to go deep. But I just want to invite you to take this in to whatever depth works for you. Don't overthink it. If you need to set yourself up in a space where you can really settle into this, then I invite you to go ahead and, and do that now. And maybe you want to pause this and come back in a minute. So the purpose of this visualization is just to do a little energetic attunement. And this is about what does that mean and what does it feel like to come into alignment and what happens to the rest of our body and our life when we do. That's what we're going to be doing together here is just being curious about that question. So wherever you are, uh, just begin by taking a few clearing breaths just to bring your awareness from the outside world to the inside of yourself, calling your attention inward, not focusing on the past where you've been or who you think you have been up until now or the future and where you're going. We're just going to come into the now this present moment with an openness and a curiosity. And you're invited to just tune into your body from here to notice if there's any sensations, any emotions. And just take a moment to become present and pause here and really notice what's going on inside of yourself. Maybe you already have an awareness of something that's knocking on the door of your consciousness but in a moment i want to invite you to allow an issue to come forward that you would like to resolve or tend through this alignment and that could be something that's going on physically it could be something in your life that you want to shift what is one thing in this present moment that would like some tending or maybe what's the first thing that comes into your brain when you ask yourself that question? And just making a decision to go with that thing that's popping up for you right now. I want to just invite you to begin to make relationship to that. Maybe there are specific sensations related to it. Maybe there's an emotional quality. And if it had a color or an image or a word, what would that be? And I just want to invite you to, in your imagination, decide on a number that you're going to apply to this issue that you're experiencing on a scale of one to 10, what is it at for you right now? One being, it's just a little pea shoot in the soil of your being and 
10 being it's like a massive tree of discomfort and how big of a deal is it in this moment that's really all you want to decide how much is it challenging you and maybe you want to speak this number out loud just fully acknowledging how it is for you to have this thing going on in your life And so now that you've identified how intense it is for you or how big of a deal it is right in this moment, we're going to give it some space, some acknowledgement, maybe offer just a compassionate moment to honor whatever it is for you, honor that it has its own intelligence, its own purpose, honoring that it's part of your hero's or healer's journey. And maybe it's just one of the many beautiful or terrible or beautifully terrible obstacles that you came here to learn and grow from. Maybe it's perfect. And when we allow that idea to come in, what we're really doing is just bringing in a little bit of trust in your soul's ability to take care of this and to be taken care of in your ability to learn and heal in exactly the right way and timing that is perfect for you even if you cannot in your wildest imagination determine how that is true we're just going to invite the mystery around that and now that we have acknowledged that there's a thing maybe there's many things going on for you we're just going to let let it be for a minute opening the doorway of possibility that it could become something new and we're going to do that by now just focusing on our own alignment. Coming into an imagination of the spine. And in the center of your spine, there is a hollow place that is full of liquid that has a pulsation, your cerebrospinal fluid. And within that fluid, we could imagine that there's also a subtle energy that's flowing and breathing. And that subtle energy that flows through the center of our spine, it also flows through our entire body, through every cell and molecule. And it extends even beyond our body, out the top of your head growing up through the crown chakra you could imagine this glowing light rising up all the way through the atmosphere out into space into whatever idea you can conjure for the center of the cosmos perhaps that is a place that you would consider 
your source, the origin of your soul, your highest self. And connecting with this energy, allowing yourself to draw that down and in and through you. Infusing your body with your own divinity. And moving down through the bottom of your spine, allowing it to grow like roots through the floor and into the center of the earth. Connecting with that healing, nourishing earth energy, allowing yourself to draw that energy up and into your body. And as the energy of the earth and the energy of sky mingle within you, and the center of your spine is being infused with unlimited resource. And from here, you are in alignment and in this expansive space, healing is possible. Remembering from here that you are already whole, that you already have everything you need that you have access to it all from this place. And inviting in any insight, any support, any energy that is necessary for you in the moment to find more balance, more flow in your energy, in your body and in your life. And as you begin to acclimate to this more expansive way of being, I want to invite you to bring your attention back to that initial thing. And just notice, be curious what has changed about it. Whatever number it was at before, where has it come to now? Maybe there's a new word or a new color or a new insight available. And as you're ready, I invite you to return your awareness to this present moment, to what's going on within and around you as well. And in completion, I just want to invite you to really honor yourself for being willing to courageously explore your energy in this way. Acknowledge these shifts for yourself. Whatever is coming up for you is perfect. Nothing has to be different, but it almost always is. This is a tool that you can return to anytime it is yours. You have access to it through your imagination connecting on this axis of expansiveness is one way that we can begin to orient our energy 
And through this attunement, our energy begins to flow and pulse more efficiently. No matter how old or chronic or brand new and recent our issues may be, that it's through that courage to explore in a multidimensional way that we can affect powerful change both within ourselves and in the world. So I am going to continue with this next series, deepening into that, more the the tools that address how we can tend to ourselves in a sacred way. And what soul care really is, is just that. It's just tending. It's devotional practice that's devoted to yourself. I'm really excited about the next five episodes that are coming where we'll go into each of the elements to really find some actionable ways and exercises to work with them. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you found this episode helpful. And if you did, then please share it with your friends, with whoever needs to hear it. And consider leaving a review, maybe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And of course, if you feel compelled to leave a donation, you're welcome to. And you can learn about the latest information on our classes in polarity therapy and dream work that is available at elevationhive.com. And as always, I am just so honored to be sharing energy in sacred community with you. Thank you. Where?